at the end of the day, make a decision to do things differently, to have a better life, have you know a, a better relationship, and honestly, you deserve it. Your partner deserves it. Uh, your kids deserve it. Everybody you engage with deserves it. Make it happen, man. Until right now, this very moment, contractors have always been on their own, not as tradespeople, but being alone and knowing how to take their business to the next level. They call us working class, they call us blue collar. They say that we don't have the smarts to become the business owner that we're meant to be. That is such bullshit. You have the ability. You're more than any of that. The question really is where do you get the insights that you need specific to contracting to systemize your business so you can get your profits to pay for your freedom? I'm Andrew Houston. I'm going to show you how to make more profits, how to get more control, how to get more freedom in the simplest, quickest way possible without any of that bullshit. Welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Listen up, level up, and if you learn something, like the video, subscribe to the channel, change your business, change your life. All right, rock stars, guess what? That's it. It's another freaking no bullshit podcast for contractors. I got my man here, Matt, and here's what we're going to talk about. So tune in or tune out based upon, you know, what you hear in the next like 15, 20 seconds. The topic, you know, which you'll see is like women are stepping it up and guess who isn't? Hmm, interesting. And what to do about it, okay? So I'm here with my man, Matt. Matt, maybe you can talk a little bit about your your role at Profit for Contractors, like what you do um, yeah, and, and, sure. and how you help some of the contractors in our community. And then let's get into uh, talking about some of the situations and things that might resonate with some of the people listening in. Sound like a plan? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so I do mindset coaching or, you know, and so we get into anything that that's a kind of a broad term, but it can be anything from... Uh, targets to set, uh, things you're working on, mindset blocks, relationship things, personal, you know, more, more personal side than, than the, than the traditional coaches. Um, it's kind of like, what's, what's really getting you stuck? Where, how are you feeling about where you're at? What, where do you need your mindset to shift and, and how to get there? And, you know, in the sessions, it's kind of, you know, trying to find that one nugget of, of perspective or, or anything that's going to just have a little aha moment, you know, and, and then, the person can just take action, one simple step and one bit of clarity, you know, and slowing down, getting, you know, everyone's entrepreneurs are racing really fast, really, mm-hmm. you know, go, go, go. So it's, it's the opposite of that. You, you slow down to go faster and you kind of just feel your body, feel your, the present moment. Uh, and uh, that gives you some new information that you were uh, usually ignoring or missing or whatever. And that's, I think that's pretty it's much the information. Man. No, right. dude, yeah. it's huge. Like today we're going to be talking about relationships uh, you know, at a high level. And I got to tell you, you know, there's no question. Uh, I'll be straight up with everybody listening in and I'm not downplaying the tactics, the strategies, the templates, the tools. I'm not really downplaying them uh, with what I'm about to tell you. Uh, the reality of the situation is that you can have all the tools and all you tradies listening in, you know, you're going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. You can have the best fucking tools, right? You know, you you go on a job site, there's a guy with all the best tools, best truck, best this, best, best that, right? And so with this analogy, you got this guy that's got all the tools and the toolbox, but he doesn't know how to use them, right? Or 
for whatever reason, he's he's trying to use a hammer instead of using a screwdriver, and everybody's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? I think the reality of the situation is that if you don't have the right mindset and you don't do enough of the self-reflection that goes hand-in-hand hand with the tactics, the tactics are useless. And in this case, we're going to be talking about, yes, we're going to be talking about tactics. Yeah, remember I say it's a no-bullshit podcast. That means you're going to get tips, tricks, tools. Um, but we're going to back it today with, um, you know, how to get through this and look at this uh, and look at your relationships different um, and, uh, and and really change your approach to things, okay? So we're going to be giving some actual... I'm going to be one of the case studies, okay, on this, everybody listening in. So I'm going to be sharing some personal things uh, about my beautiful wife and I and how these... Um, have these tactics, and I'll be straight up, I'm not using all of them. I've only used a few of them, and it's had a dramatic impact, okay? And that's something else. I'm not saying, we're not saying that you have to use them all, but at least give it a chance, right? If you really are serious about improving your relationship. Um, so, you ready, Matt? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, okay, let's do it, dude. Uh, we're going to talk, let's see if this relates to you. I'll pull out a couple. I'll get Matt to pull out a couple. Uh, to see whether or not, you know, this is something that's, uh, if this is a podcast that you should be listening in on, um, if you're the partner, whichever side of the fence of the partner that you, you are, um, husband, wife, whatever partner that is, I'm using husband and wife, but whatever the relationship is that you, you have, it could be, you know, guy and guy, it could be, you know, just women, it could be, but the point we're talking about here is relationships, Okay. And we're talking about entrepreneurial relationships, right? So one of the scenarios is, and sorry, husbands, we have to, we have to pick one side, okay? And, and predominantly why this was brought up with the title that it has been brought up is because Matt deals with a lot of husband, like a lot of the clients that we have, it's family-based, right? Small business, owner-based. And um, a lot of times there's a husband and there's a wife, you know, some sort of partnership involved. But in this case, it's husband, wife. Okay, everybody listen in. So just take it for what it's worth. We're not trying to lean on one side or the other. But a lot of times the woman, the reality is that the woman steps it up. And we're going to talk about what that looks like. But let's talk about the other side where the guy doesn't step it up. So Matt, what are some of the scenarios that you hear related to this partner you know, husband-wife relationship. What's what's some of the situations that you get presented with? Well, the situation that I see is that, yeah, the, the one side, and and, and 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 I think that the thing to notice here is that um, we're talking about like organizational habits and kind of sitting still at a desk kind of habits, mm -hmm. and I find that usually the uh, uh, the female has the ability to sit still and to engage with these programs whereas mm -hmm. the the man usually is very comfortable being physical so i think that the the main thing i see is that there's a shift into okay we need to we need to focus on you know we just slow down and focus on um the modules or applying you know systems and all these different things that people know that they have to do but it doesn't come very i think that the thing i'm noticing is that it doesn't come very natural to a lot of people with uh, you know, physical uh, kind of gearing, you know, like there's a reason that people become contractors and become people that work in the trades. And it's, I think it's because they, 
and I know this in myself, I feel more comfortable and more happy when I'm just, you know, doing drywall or doing anything, screwing those screws in one after the other and that rhythm of physicality rather than learning a new piece of software. It's very hard to sit still and to learn mm -hmm. certain things. And I think it, so, but, but yet it has to be done. And you know, you've, you've done it yourself. You've gone from being very physical with your hands to learning all these different things, learning how to tackle these new podcast uh, programs and, you know, all this stuff. So it's possible. But I just think that the problem is that, that I commonly see is that the woman uh, can kind of sit still long enough to engage with this stuff and she's dragging the guy into it. And uh, yeah. he's not, lo not loving it. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, I, and everybody listening, and we're, we're just sharing today. I'm not trying to be, we're not trying to be psychologists, psychiatrists, things of that nature. I'm just, I'm just going to give you, there's times on these podcasts when you'll hear me give it black and white where I'm like, yeah, that's my opinion, but that's fuck it. Like, don't like it, leave it, right? Like, leave it or love it, whatever, right? Um, this is one of those podcasts where, uh, again, we don't talk about, this much okay and it's a sensitive topic and a lot of people can spin this you know i want you guys to get uh, i want you to understand that our intent here is from the heart okay so whatever we say yes we're generalizing yes yes we are talking you know the woman and the man okay but look to get out of this what you want to get out of this okay um you know we i think anybody having success you got some haters along the way right and if there's any haters listening in of like like this is bullshit you know you're using the woman you know you know it's, you know the 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 female connotation and the male get over it dudes okay so we're here to help you and help you with your relationship so i'm going to tell you is what i see okay and matt you you reminded me of some of this stuff so i'm going to use myself that way you know it's going to be a lot easier for you guys to digest what i'm saying because it's going to come from my head and my heart okay so you know Back when my when Jennifer and I were, you know, running our contracting business and even this business, like let's go let's go almost real time as well. Some of the scenarios were that, you know, um, I'm just looking at some of my notes here. So, so some of the responses was that, you know, Jen would have to literally babysit me. Okay. Andrew, did you get that done? Did you get that done? Did you get that done? Did you fill in the spreadsheet? Are you using these forms? Are you like, right, Andrew? Because my Jennifer um, at one point was the accountant and bookkeeper um, for, uh, for all three businesses that I had, including this one, okay? So being the accountant, chartered accountant, right? She knows her shit, um, doing the bookkeeping, but also having her own career. She knew that putting in systems and policies and procedures and things of that nature, they made sense. And it made sense to me as well, but she would have to babysit me in getting me to get shit done. Okay. Um, and some of the other aspects would be, um, you know, all honesty, she would take the brunt of having to implement these systems. She'd take the brunt of having to take the initiative. She'd be the brunt, you know, uh, she'd be the one that get, would get excited about, oh my God, this this software is going to be amazing for us. And I'd be like, oh, fuck, here we go. Oh my God, I got to use this Trello board. I use this checklist. Like even in this business, okay? Um, even knowing that I used all those things to systemize my contracting business as a guy, 
the reality is I think that some of this goes back to the caveman, cavewoman days of like, you know, me hunt, me kill, right? Like, oh, I got gratification right away, okay? And I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it. Yeah, but Andrew, this is Jen talking, but Andrew, if you keep doing it this way, then it's going to keep coming back to you. Or Andrew, if you keep doing it this way, then it's still all in your head. If you keep, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But yet, I, I wouldn't move, right? And I wouldn't do the heavy lifting that was needed on my end. Even when I knew I had to use these fucking systems or create these systems, right? The pushback. And Matt, I mean, with all the guys and the women that you t talk to, I mean, you see that, right? Like the women mm -hmm. predominantly um, want to scale a business and put the right systems in place to do that. Why do you think it is any, you know, any other thoughts on like why you think it is that guys or why women are willing to do that and why guys aren't? Uh, I think it's the thing that makes guys special and great as well. It's just that there's a, there's a, a stubborn drive forward that guys have, you know, and this is a, it just, it's just a, it's just going in a different gear, a different direction. So it's, it's a challenge. It's a, it's a challenge is your ego, your character, you know, uh, it's it's kind of in the vein of the, the, the cliche of the, the guy not wanting to ask for directions in the car, you know, driving around lost when uh, the woman's like, hey, can we just ask someone? Because this isn't a challenge to my ego or to my sense of self to just ask mm. for help. But the guy, I mean, this is a cliche, obviously, but, the, you know, the guy might just be like, oh, I'll figure it out, you know. And it's like, well, trying to just figure it out is only going to get you so far. Pausing, re, you know, really looking at the map in front of you, which is, you know, in this context is the the pfc and the whole systems and everything and all the all the programs all the aids that's kind of like asking for directions in some way so i think it kind of it is Good fundamental analogy, and i think it is caveman like yeah it's true it's so fucking yeah. i never thought of it that way it's like when clients come on board you know you're getting me to realize it's amazing what happens on these podcasts you guys like i get as much out of it hopefully as what you guys do hopefully you get you know a lot of it out of it as well, Matt, but it's funny. People come into Proper Contractors and we have all these tools and we have all these systems and we have the structure. Like, watch these videos in this order. This is why. So you can learn these foundational principles. You need to learn addition and subtraction before you learn multiplication, division, blah, blah, blah. And the, the women will be like, and, you know, whereas the guy will be like, no, I, I'm going to jump over here. I want to go. I'm going to go watch that right now. And you're like, dude, dude, you're jumping all over the place. And then it's like, oh, this isn't, you know, something's not working for me. And the wife is like, what are you talking about? This is having massive impacts on our life. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I think net net, if you're listening, you're a guy. The reality of the situation is for most, most of you is. And we're only, I'm only talking about, you know, we've engaged with thousands and thousands of business owners and couples, right? This is so consistent, right? And I think becoming a trades person, so now I'll put it into perspective. Trades people become trades people because they're good at, they're usually naturally inclined to doing things physically. They're mm -hmm. very inclined to the tactile, to, to the figuring, the, the mechanical, the, you know, the electrical, the, the mechanics of something. And one of the things that we get to see 
you know, if you're an owner of a contracting company, the odds are there's a very, very high percentage that you were a tradesperson or you are a tradesperson or you're maybe you're licensed, maybe you're not. But at least like 90 some percent of the people that come here to profit for contractors, they're tradespeople. They, they worked for somebody at one time, right? Could have been HVAC, mechanical, electrical, plumbing, sheet metal, insulation, fucking, I don't care, framers, you name it, right? And that part of what defined our success was our ability to build things, our ability to, to do things that, in all honesty, allowed us to see uh, progress quite rapidly. And when you go to create a system and follow a process or create a process or a checklist, the thing that's, that drives you crazy for tradespeople, at least I'm just talking through myself and people that I've talked to, we don't want to slow down. And we think that when we slow down to do these checklists, that like it's preventing us from actually making progress. When in reality, it that's what's actually been holding us back. You, do you know what is this making? See what I'm saying? Yeah. And the yeah. women sometimes, I think, because no offense, I know there's women tradespeople out there, but in most of these relationships, the women have not been the tradesperson. Their definition of success has not been so based upon job after job after job or service call after service call after like install or troubleshooting or in, like getting something like that mechanically working. Okay, that's just reality. So I think whether it's back in the caveman or cavewoman days, becoming a tradesperson, that becomes innately part of our definition of what we define as a tradesperson or in my case, a tradesman is part of what I define as being successful was how good I was with my hands, how good I was with my trade. And now we're having to go into a world where that's, we're not good at it. And we don't, we haven't learned how to do that shit. And so we're like, wait a second, if I can go and do this and get a pat on the back or look like a rock star, but if, fuck, if I do this here, I don't know, can I do it? What happens if I fail at it? Whereas the women are more like, yeah, this is what we have to do. So, yeah. um, with that being said, look when we look at when we look at the conversations that you have, okay. Uh, what are some of the tactics? What are some of the things that you recommend to bridge that gap between, you know, hey, you know. You're gonna, you're the, you're the woman in the relationship. You're gonna do the policies, the procedures. You're gonna do all this. You're gonna figure this stuff out, and then just let me know when it's done, right? Instead of bridging the gap to go, hey, let's work, let's work really tightly together, and let's benefit on this together. So, what are some of the tactics and the approaches that you take with these family members well, of P PFC? Yeah, for me, there's two different categories. There's the like relationship side of it, which I'll get to, but then the first part is just like for a guy to just own more of the responsibility of of this of these things and it doesn't have to be such a you don't have to change all that much i think to find some some real movement there i think if you know if you asked the 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 person who's who's kind of doing the babysitting or or overseeing things kind of like in your case you know how how little did you have to do to really change um the dynamic quite a lot like i don't think the person was ever asking like your wife was ever asking to do all of it or do 90% or, you know, it's probably just like a couple of little tweaks yeah. and it was like, okay, you, I just at least feel that you're showing up. I feel that I'm not nagging you. I feel like you're, 
you know, I'm not your mother babysitting you, you know? So mm-hmm. can you, as a guy, can you just kind of just take a moment to examine the situation? You know, how do you actually feel about the situation? Do you feel like you're dealing with your mother? Do you feel resentful that you have to do this kind of work? And just kind of examine what is really going on for you and slow down a bit. And, you know, then then I think the ne- one big part is communication. You know, I think that... Um, Honestly, talking with uh, with someone who can kind of facilitate usually, but facilitate a real conversation about where you guys are at, you know, because I think people, the people that I've talked to, it's like they've, for whatever reason, they just kind of found themselves in this situation. It's not like they sat down and totally chose to kind of, uh, okay, we're going to be partners, we're going to, you know, we're going to delegate the work this way, and we're going to go forward. It seems like there's usually like, we're in real trouble, so the wife comes on to help out, or you oh, know, like yeah. the, you know what I mean. It's 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 yeah, born. Totally. The whole thing is born in either trouble, chaos, whatever. It's like there's a crisis. Survival, right? man. Survival, yeah. And so if if that if that is born, that relationship is born in that crisis and chaos. Did was there ever a point where you guys paused and were like, okay, uh, where are we going here? What have we chosen to do? How's this affecting us? There's a, there's a reflection period that has to come um, when you when you when you slow down and, and, and really connect to each other and be like, OK, you know, let's turn the chaos knob down for a bit here and the crisis down and just see where we're at. And uh, how are we doing? You know, how, honestly examine the relationship uh, from a, the business relationship and then and then the personal relationship like, you know, and and and. You know, and again, just making some little tweaks, like, you know, one example I usually think about is, um, you know, just open communication where the person's not going to, it's not going to be a, a debate. It's not going to be an argument. It's going to be like you as a guy uh, stepping up and you as a woman stepping up to just listen to the other person without, ju- with you'll be judging, but I mean, without vocalizing your judgment, let's say, and just kind of, you know hearing honestly what the other person is trying to say and trying as best you can to stay open to what they're trying to communicate to you, even though it might be annoying or hurt or, you know, frustrating or whatever it is. Um, yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's the main huge. thing. And the, the other, that's huge. Yeah, and the main thing that jumps out to me just to say, and I would say this off, you <laughs> yeah, Matt, know, over and over. Yeah, Matt, give me one second. going to plug in my uh, computer. You keep going. I'll be just two seconds. Yeah. The, the, the main thing that I think uh, is just to, just to simply recognize the simple fact that being in a relationship is hard, being in a business relationship is hard, and, you know, if you've chosen to do both, you're, you, you've, you've, you've set out on a very hard task. Um, so you may have thought that, yeah, bringing your spouse on or bringing your husband on, you know, is going to help, and it will in some ways, but then you're also... Uh, you're also taking on an extraordinary task of, of not killing the relationship, you know? And so I think just to realize that this is a, this is a heavy lift. It's, it's a very complicated, um, touchy thing uh, to just go into business with your partner. And knowing that it's like, you have to have some kind of a plan, some kind of a system, some kind of help for how you maintain the relationship, both of those kinds of relationships, the business relationship Mm -hmm. and the personal relationship. How do you, effectively um navigate that water and i think i think getting the help of a coach or a therapist or whoever to kind of 
provide a space is a big is a big deal and it's a good investment because you really and there needs to be a neutral party there to to steer the steer these conversations into the you know into clarity and and to openness i think yeah you know you you're you know when you talk about the complexity and and you talk about I, which I think is one of the biggest problems is that first of all, your comment about how the other partner, say the woman gets involved is so freaking typical, right? Uh, all you, all you amazing women out there listening in are partners that are like, yeah, man, that's me. That's like, yeah, my husband, my husband couldn't handle the books. He, w- he wasn't able to invoice, you know, and you're probably listening, going, you know, this will probably relate to you. You know, it started off with, hey, you know, you already had a job. Now, that job could have been just taking care of the kids, which is fucking, that's a full-time job in itself. And then a lot of cases you were working, doing your own thing or your own career. Um, and then it started out with like, hey, can you do the invoicing? Okay. Can you do this? I need you to do that. And it creeps in, Right. Right? It creeps in, and, and the list builds and builds and builds and builds, right? And then, and then what happens is underneath each of those layers is the subset of like, well, these things weren't, these things weren't being done properly. And, it, it, you know, where, let's face it, as the tradesperson, you're out in the field, or, even, or your team's out in the field, they're doing, you know, I talk about, you know, proper contractors, we talk about the importance of what I call synergy, Okay, the synergy between the field, in simple terms, the field being the, the people, team, tradespeople doing the actual installation, the technician work. So synergy between the field and the office, right? In other words, it takes two of those, it takes both of those groups to be in, in, in line with each other so that the, the right outcome and result can happen. You have the best fucking crews in the world that gets the job done way faster than even what you quoted. And they could be a rock star whole team of Gretzky's. But if there's nobody on the other side invoicing, ordering the material, right, taking the phone calls, doing the, that, this is just as important. If not, in some cases, more important because you can't keep doing this or you can't be successful at this if this over here in the office side is not working together in unison. So it, it creeps in, right? It just one task, one, oh, can you take that hat? Can you take this hat? Can you take that hat, right? Then you got all the stress. In a lot of cases, the women end up giving up their full-time job. You know, it goes to, you know, part-time, then it goes, and then they completely quit, and they're completely involved in the business. And they've never even been given the tools, but yet they're willing to do and, and be way more involved in the systematic approach of truly building the structure for your business and they want to learn it right mm-hmm. whereas the guys they just like they either didn't do it right or they did it you know sporadically um and now the now the the, the woman comes in and she's doing it so i think let's break this down um if it makes sense matt into a couple of different phases so and we'll spend a little bit more time on certain phases than others okay so if you're listening in on this and you're thinking, let's talk about, the, let's call, you know, in when I created this, we create a lot of tools and templates, as you know, Matt, right? And one is called the job site cheat sheet. So it's a cheat sheet. It's like, hey, if you got a job, 
right? You landed a job. Here's how you have to go. Here's a cheat sheet, a quick cheat, cheat sheet to go, hey, am I doing this at this phase? Am I doing this? Am I doing this? And notice what I'm about to tell you. The principles in life, a lot of principles apply to a lot of different scenarios. So let's apply it here. And Matt, you and I didn't talk about this, but we're going to fucking do it. So one part of it is the pre-start. So what do you do before? You know, let's call it, you get in the bed, right? <laughs> like in the business, right? So what do you do at the pre, if you're thinking about it? So some suggestions on that. Um, I want to spend a little bit more time, a little less time on that and a little bit more time on this one, which is the, like, the, which I call the run. So I call this the pre, start, right? There's the run and there's the finish. So we're going to use the same pr principles. Is that cool? Yeah. So what's going on right now if it's, you know, if it's in the run stage, like, you, you know, you and your, you know, or, or, you know, your woman listening in on this or your husband listening in on this or your, your, your uh, couple at the same time listening in on this going like, okay, so like, what do we do for already in this situation? Well, we're going to help you. Okay. And then there's the, like the finish. The finish isn't like you go get, we're not going to go finish, go get a divorce. Okay. No, we're not here to suggest that. But the finish is like, what are some of the things um, that you might both want to finish up with? some of the things you might want to hand off and stop doing instead of keep doing. Okay. Is that good, Matt? Mm -hmm. So yeah. say there, you got this couple, right? And again, we're going to wrap this thing up guys in like 15 minutes here, 15, 20 minutes. Okay, Max. So say you've got this couple and they're listening on this podcast and they're like, the husband's, you know, you, Hey, you know who I'm talking to. You're like, man, I'm going to get my wife involved. I'm going to get her to do the books. She's going to do the admin. That's okay. She can take care of the kids and run, do her full-time job. And Oh, yeah. Superwoman, right? Um, and probably does all the cooking. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to say it. Probably does a lot of the laundry. Does all the fucking planning of the kids' you know, activities. All the doctor's appointments, or at least the majority of all those things I just talked about. Okay? And again, if you don't like this podcast at this stage, you're more than welcome to tune it out. Okay? Um... So what would be some of the things that you'd suggest before they get into bed together in the business? Yeah, the main thing I would say is take off the rose-colored glasses. Do not focus on all the fun things you're going to do together. Do not focus on all the positives to help. Focus on, you maybe focus on those, whatever. But put 80% put of the focus on the, ro the, the pitfalls. Really have a conversation about what is this really going to be like, you know? It's, you don't just get excited by the, the shiny car, you know, weigh into the payments of the car and what you're going to have to do to pay for the car. That's uh, that kind of thing. You know, don't just tell yourself a story about how it's going to be easy. And, you know, you're signing up for a marathon. You're signing up for a, a, something that's going to require effort. You know, it's not, uh, this is not, this is not, it's going to take some of the load off of you in terms of like, if, yeah, if, if your partner is going to come on to help do X task, that's load off you, but the, the, uh, on the other side, you're going to be getting loaded up with other challenges. So just don't deceive yourself about the challenge that you're embarking on and you can do it, but it's going to, it's going to require some effort and it's going to require some, some examination and some th uncomfortable things. Dude, I'm going to tell you like, Oh my God, that is, that is, that is gold. Like, again, a lot of times people, you might listen and go, yeah, that sounds super basic, super simple. Okay. Get, you know, out of your own head that, 
Oh yeah, yeah, I knew that. No bullshit. If you're having pro, if you're thinking about doing this, follow some of this advice. Okay, I'm, I'm fucking telling you. Okay, because I almost lost probably the, I don't know, probably the most important person in my life. I almost lost that person because of you know the mindset of just me being the bull, like you know, and. I think in conjunction with what you're saying, and when I say being the bull, it means like, like, okay, yeah, just go take care of it, can you? Yeah, but I, no, no, I just, I need you to take care of it, okay? I, I, I have to admit, I was a bit of an ass. No question, not a bit, I was. I was a complete fucking asshole at certain points in the relationship, okay? Um, so I want to amplify what you just said, okay? And again, guys, this is a principle that carries through all these phases, but let's get it right in the beginning if you're thinking about this. And a lot of times, coming back to what I said, it's usually like, hey, can you just take care of? Okay. Remove anything that has words like just, okay, or only, or like anything that's going to minimalize what the hell it is that you're asking this person to do, okay? So, because if you don't get it, if you, do, if you don't get it at this stage, trust me, you're going to learn the hard way, Okay. So you're better off at the starting stage to pick one thing, okay? Pick something uh, that you're going to focus in on. And if there's a bunch of things you want, your partner, you know, or, or as the wife of uh, the contractor that you want to take over, don't jump in with both feet. Jump in with, like, just your pinky, Okay, <laughs> just your pinky, okay? Because it's so easy for us be, to, to want to say yes to the ones that we love. Okay, and you know, I, I use this acronym, Matt, uh, about nice. Nice is not always nice. Nice sometimes means nothing inside me cares enough. Sometimes saying no is the best fucking thing that you can do to the one that you love versus saying yes. Because especially if, like Matt's saying, if you haven't fully digested, instead of going, yep, no problem, I can help you, go, just a second. Let me better understand what it is that you're asking of me. Let me better understand what's involved of both of us. Let me understand what am I going to need from you? What are you going to need from me? Right? And like, so guys, write down some of these questions, right? That's some of the questions Matt talked about. Like, like what's the impact going to be? What do you mean? Well, who's going to keep taking the kids? When is this task meant to be done? And how does it impact dropping off the kids? Especially with this COVID thing. I'm, I'm driving the kids to school. I love driving my kids to school. I mean, I did beforehand. I was at the bus stop, all the rest of that kind of stuff, which is awesome. But with that being said, that takes time. Somebody's going to have to, like, is there certain sacrifices? Are you doing something to give up something else? What else? Anything else you'd elaborate on on that front, on that strategy, Matt? <clears throat> on the pre? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, maybe just come up with a little kind of rough, not contract with each other, but just a rough idea of the things that you both are, are going to need going into it. You know, I get it on paper. This is what I need, you know, and do some self-examination of, of certain boundaries. You know, that's a big thing to set up the boundaries in the beginning so that it's not just like more is being put on and, you know, you sign up for one thing and it ends up being nine things and, and you know, it's all just, you know, just really kind of being truthful about where you where your boundaries are, I think, is big. I, you know what, dude? So, you know, when you're looking at this, 
Here's here's in conjunction with Matt what Matt is saying. One of the worst things you could do. Now Matt, we didn't talk about this, but I'm just gonna give you my two cents on this is I never looked at it as a role. Okay? I looked at the things that Jennifer was doing as the person. Let me be clear on that. Jennifer's going to do this. Jennifer's going to do the invoicing. Jennifer's going to do the uh, bookkeeping. Jennifer's going to do the accounting. Jennifer's going to, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer. Okay, everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about, Andrew? I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about. Do not define it as a person. Define it as a role. A what? A role. R-O-L-E. Define it like you were actually going to hire somebody with a job description. Yeah. Exactly, guys, which you could get off the fucking web. I mean, we have a 75-page manual that has all the job descriptions of all the different positions. So if you're going to look at this person as being, you know, the accounts payable clerk, then look up what is the roles of an accounts payable clerk? And you might go, holy shit. Yeah, that's not an hour a week. That's like freaking 10 hours a week, right? Which involves following up with clients and following up with them during the day while they're around, which involves doing these emails and involves, involves, involves like, holy shit, but I was just going to get her to do the accounts payable. No, I understand what you're going to ask this person to do. The role of this person is this, holy shit. And the reason that it's not getting done is because you didn't even know what the fucking role was. Yeah, that's brilliant. Right? It's like saying yeah. the role of being a mother. Are you kidding me? I mean, I can almost strangle guys that downplay the role of being a mom. Literally. I'm like, you have no fucking clue, dude. And even me being a father of two kids, I still don't truly have a clue. I'm being straight up with everybody on here. Okay? When I've tried to live in the shoes of my wife, and it's a fraction of it, I honestly don't know. I believe that women, no offense, I know I'm being sexist maybe, but I'm just going to tell you, I think that they are superheroes. They have superpowers. I don't know how Jennifer does it and a lot of the women that are supporting the husbands here where they can flick the switch, they're super mom, they're super wife, they're super, 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 and they do it and they get it done and they, they get minimal support. So guys, understand, have the two years look at this as if you were hiring somebody. Why? Because at some point, which we're going to get to in a little bit here, you're probably going to want to, you know, that your wife's probably going to want to move on or, or you're going to want her to, you know, as the business grows, hire people. Hence, get your profits to pay for your freedom. Hire people to do the, that kind of work. Because even though it's important work, no offense, but it's, it's probably, there's a, probably a lot more as time goes on, a lot more valuable things that, that you can be doing. Both of you, both of you. I know that for a fact. Okay, so that's the pre-start. Let's talk about the run. What's happening during, like, they're in this situation right now. They're, they're fighting like cats and dogs. You know, the guy's not pulling his weight. He's not following systems. He's not enforcing it with the fucking team. You got to use these time cards. You got to get this in. And the wife's going, guys, you got to get me this info because I got an invoice. And they, oh, yeah, yeah. Then they get it and it's fucking half-assed and it's chicken scratch and all this mm -hmm. shit. And the guy's like, hey, what do you want me to do? So what would you advise? Uh, I think on those, in those cases, the guy needs to man up. That's the main thing. A guy mm. needs to really own You, you, you his... called it extreme or radical ownership, didn't you? Radical ownership, yeah. Yeah, you have to, you have to, I mean, 
I'm sure all these guys are men and they're 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 adults, but there's if they're acting like that, there's a part of them is still a child being told to clean up the room. So you have to, Dude, you, have, you know, you have to, you have to man up and just uh, realize that you need to, you need to see to those little things, you know, don't let, uh, you know, if it's something as simple as checking your calendar so that you know what's going on so that your wife's not reminding you of, you know, this reminding you of that, this has to be done, you know, take the time to really just, organize yourself and that might be hard and get help if you need it but um, you you need to show up for yourself and for your partnership in that way and and I think that can only come from the one person it can just come from the person who's who needs to step it up you know um, and that's radical ownership and that's that's a that's a courageous thing to do so what would be some questions they wake up tomorrow morning or they're go about to go to bed tonight what would be some questions that get them to do some self-reflection to, to get them to see, you know, through the right set of lenses versus the rose-colored lenses or the whatever lenses covered in freaking Bellarney. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could just do the obvious thing, which would be just literally ask your partner, what's up? They will tell you, you know, if you would have went to Jennifer and said, hey, how, how am I doing? You know, don't, don't shit on me, but like, uh, give me the truth. Give me, give me, give me the skinny on where I, where I'm, not stepping up. And honestly, you know, you don't have to listen to everything. The person may be not accurate 100%, but, you know, just just ask. And uh, I mean, it's probably obvious if you if, if a guy or someone slows down and just kind of takes a moment with a pad of paper and just kind of, okay, what am I hearing every day from my partner? What is it that I, you know, you know, you feel guilt and shame for not doing these things. So if you slow down enough to just take a couple of breaths, do, do one minute of box breathing or something, meditate for a minute and just just say, okay, I'm going to face this and just see, take an accounting of what's actually going on day to day and what, you know, and being just an honest reflection. Where am I not showing up? Uh, maybe that's a prompt you could use. Where I'm not showing up is dot, dot, dot. That's awesome. Where I could show up more fully is dot, 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 dot. You know, and these don't have to be huge things, but it's just little improvements. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Like that's, it doesn't cost anything, right, to do that. Like you could be driving your truck right now listening to this, Okay. Um, and look, at I, I hopefully you guys get that in these podcasts, um, I hate the word perfection, okay? I'm not perfect by any means. I got a long ways to go. Everybody listening in, okay? So I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be on the stand, or as my dad would say, you know, Jesus Christ, man, he says, get off the, get off the bench, right? Get off the stand being church, right? Like trying to be a priest, what, what, you know, what's going on, Right? But I, what, here's what I want to say. Here's a couple of things with relate, re, directly related to what Matt's suggestions are that worked for me. Okay? I'll be really quick about it. So we used to headbutt all the time. All the time. And I used to go and I used to spar. I used to do martial arts. Okay? I used to I trained with Hoist Gracie and all these guys. Whatever. Anyways, I used to get the shit kicked out of me and enjoy it. Uh, how stupid is that? But whatever. Okay? Um... And I like doing the other side of it as well. But the long story short was about discipline, about respect. My brother owned his own dojos, like three different dojos. And I'll never forget, um, my wife and I were having some challenges. And I came back from a, uh, uh, a, t- a tournament that my brother and I were at. And I, was, I got in this big battle with my wife and... Never get coming home. And again, this goes to my mom. God love her because she's so wise. I came home and I was like, oh, man, I don't know if things are going to work out with Jen and I and this and that. And 
She goes, yeah. She goes, so uh, would you be willing to take a hit? What? What are you talking about? Well, would you be willing to take a hit? A hit? What do you mean, what kind of hit? Like a hit, like a physical hit. You and your brother Bob just came back from a martial arts tournament. I see you got a black eye and fat lip, and I'm like, yeah, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, how many hits are, did you take at the tournament? I'm like, Mom, I really don't understand what this has anything to do with Jen and I. She goes, well, here's how it goes, Andrew. What kind of hits are you willing to take when you're listening to your wife? Or do you just go right into fight mode? I was like, she goes, well, you go to a tournament, you get hit. Did you, did you like want to kill these people afterwards or, you know, even when you played hockey and stuff? I'm like, no. Well, what did you do afterwards? Well, we actually went out for some beers with some of these people that we got, that we actually, you know, went into battle with. She's like, yeah, but it doesn't seem like you're willing to do that with Jen. And I didn't, it sunk in a little. And then as I was driving home, it hit me, literally, you know, pardon the pun, Right that I was not taking the hit. That when I asked Jen, how's it going? Was I really wanting to listen? Was I really willing to take the hit and listen to some of the reality that she was giving me, whether or not I agreed with it or not? Like, take the goddamn hit. Just shut up and take the hit. And, and here's one thing. I always wanted to solve problems and I'd finger point. Instead of just, just like, just stop and listen. Just stop and listen. That's that for me is like that was like one of the biggest things. Okay, because as tradespeople, we get paid to solve goddamn problems. That's what we do, and we're really, really good at it. And we think that oh, we solve these problems. Our natural intuition is like somebody goes, "Hey, man, I got this," and like we're trying to solve it. Instead, like just shut up and take the hit. Just be quiet. Okay, and that was a big change for me. Because then I really started to understand where she was coming from. Because until you're willing to listen truly, which does involve taking a hit, that involves taking your pride and just throwing it out the goddamn window sometimes and sucking it up and being man about it, in my opinion, or you know, a better person for it, but being politically correct here, then you're never going to really, you know, like in boxing, right? Or martial arts, you know, I love Bruce Lee's, right? Like um, Enter the Dragon, right? Where the guy, you know, breaks these boards, Bruce Lee walks up to him. He says, the guy's like, yeah, look at me. Like, I'm strong. I'm the best. And the guy's like, yeah. And the guy's like, literally, like, like a foot taller than him. The guy's like a giant. And Bruce Lee goes, yeah, boards don't hit back. And the guy's like, what? He's like, boards don't hit back. Like, you can break boards all day, dude. It has nothing to do with how good you are with the skill of <laughs> martial arts. You, you want to shadow box. You want to, you know, throw your punches at a wall. Trust me, it's uh, totally different than being in the ring and actually doing it. That's also part of taking what I mean, taking the hit as a, as a partner. You got to take the hits. You got to shut up and you got to really let that person know that you're going to listen without judgment. And that's really tough. So that's one of the tips that I would say if you're in this situation. Okay. Um, and hopefully that helps you guys because, you know, uh, so I'll give my little story. Uh, actually, no, before I do that, Matt, anything you'd want to say on that part? No, that's good. I like I like what you're saying there. That I think that's that's the real stuff. Just yeah. slowing down and, and take and just slowing down and listening, and just 
yeah, the hit is your reaction to it and just dealing with how uncomfortable it is and just being okay with that. Dude, I think that's huge, you know, like how uncomfortable, take the hit and take what Matt just said, like how uncomfortable are you willing to be to support the one that you love? Right? Mm. You know, many times I would have rather take a physical goddamn hit than actually have to deal, I'm telling you this right now, with the emotional baggage that came with facing some of these situations, right? And, and emotionally what this other person is going through, right? Yeah. And I'll just say a quick tip here on that. If you're going to try that, what, I, what, I've, what I've done in the past is just set a timer. Agree with your partner. Hey, we're going to do this for 10 minutes, 20 minutes. When this iPhone clicks off and we hear that sound, we're done. And we can walk away and I can go drive. I can run. I can eat. I can watch a movie, whatever. But it's like give yourself that time. Make it short. Make it doable. And, and when the alarm goes off, that's it. It's done. And, and as a guy, I know that that helps me be like, okay, if it's just this long, I can suffer through whatever for 10, 20 minutes. If it's an hour, maybe that's too much. I'm not going to be able to, I'd just rather avoid, but set a small chunkable time and uh, have an alarm to get you out of it <laughs> when, when the time comes. I love that strategy, dude. That's like, so it's so applicable. It's so, it gives, you know, sort of a window of like the end zone of like, okay, like we don't have to drag this on because a lot of times it just, it, it just, it explodes right if you keep on right going and yeah going and going, and going at it um one of the other strategies you talked about was taking inventory right where where is your relationship at and you said like zero to ten just can you touch on that yeah just <clears throat> i mean get together and, and uh and and just literally kind of do a little written exercise where you where you see how how, how are we doing how we're we doing romantically how are we doing business relationship wise whatever categories you want but just do a little autopsy, a little, uh, a little, you know, examination of where you're at, and rate things, and, and examine each other's, you know, feedback on where you're at. Dude, I'm looking at some of these bullets here that you put in, and we got to cover off some of these. Okay, so again, we're we're gonna try and maintain the time here. But you said, you said default the time each week to talk openly. It goes hand in hand with what I was saying. Uh, you you know, um, without the other person responding, instead instead just listening. Right, you only need 15 to 20 minutes, set a timer, back to the timer thing, right? So it's combining the two. And when it's done, agree to move on to something more enjoyable, like eating or watching a show, re, you know, reward uh, the vulnerability. That's gold, dude. Mm-hmm. That's gold, right? Like having to be, having to sit there and just shut up. If it, like, and like say, timer, I'm not allowed to say anything. It really gives that person permission, right, to open up. Yeah. And it's not permission for the person to bash a person. That should be clear as yes, well. This should, this should be you, each person. Um, this isn't like, you know, this isn't 20 minutes for an, anyone to just hammer the other person. It's, it's, it's vulnerably, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to explain the impact on you. So uh, it hurts me that this happens. I feel this. So it's not you're doing this wrong. It's not. This is not a litigation in court of all the things that you're fucking up as a guy. This is mm-hmm. this is the more emotional, the more felt sense of like this is how it feels to be in this position. This is what I'm going through. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's on that level, not just a not just a complain session. Uh, you know, or beating up on someone. And this is where the like you were saying, you know, seeking professional help can go hand in hand, right? You can have somebody there, almost like the referee, just to 
create the right environment because a lot of times we don't we don't it's hard for us to control the environment that we're in if we're actually the ones on the field in the environment right back to the old you can't you know golf it's hard for a golfer to see themselves swing somebody else has got to see them swing or somehow they've got to pause take a step back and watch a video or something but in the moment it's hard because you're in the moment right yeah so um now when we talk about uh let's you know move into you know on the finishing up things um is i think it's really important to understand guys uh, matt you talked about a strategy of like really putting your relationship first right like too many times we talk about work and work and work and work and work and we don't take time to actually talk about the relationship. Like, can you elaborate a bit, a bit on that? Well, yeah, just that, I mean, just that in any relationship, you ha- you're either, it's kind of like you have, you're either declining or, or, or um, growing or declining. There's no neutral, you know, so you're, you're either nurturing and, and growing or you're, or you're declining. And if you're just hands off the wheel, not examining things, not checking in with each other and not doing conscious things. Like how can I, you know, I do work with some people and like, it's like we strategize on like, how can you let your partner know that you care? How, you know, it's not, you know, it's not, uh, um, take it for granted that people just know how we're appreciating them. You know, we're, how are you showing your appreciation? How are you, how are you taking time to really be grateful for that person and for what they do and, you know, on both sides. And, mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of what my mind goes to is like, are you putting in the effort to make the relationship special? Are you, you know, mm-hmm. doing, doing the, the, the things that romantic relationship needs to, to go forward? It really takes a lot of fucking energy and it takes a lot of, at least this is my personal opinion. Okay. Um, there's a lot of little things. I'll tell a little story here before we wrap up, but just to quickly say that, you, you, you made a really good point in the beginning. We well, made a lot of really good points. But I think, you know, when we were chatting, you, you, as these people, as couples get involved in the business and it creeps in and more and more and more of the business creeps in, um, and, and then this chaos, you know, comes in and then we're in the, like, just survival mode. What, in essence, is happening is that if you look at the span of time, this is just my opinion. If you look at the span of time, right? And you and you look at a week and you look at how many hours you're in the week that you're awake, you gotta ask yourself, like, how much time are you giving to the relationship versus how much time you're giving to, you know, the things around the business. Now the things around the business have to get done. Okay. Um you know, but like if you're not doing things that are proactive, if you're just in survival mode all the time, talking about like basically, you know, I call it the storytelling, you know, syndrome. Like they just, this happened and this happened and you didn't do this and this is, like you're not really being proactive in making progress on your relationship and being proactive in, in doing doing the things to change the business and doing things to change the relationship. So talk to us a little bit about how, how do they get, you know, how, how, what are some things that they might be able to do to get out of that cycle? I think just just talking openly on what each person expects and how mm-hmm. to how to set boundaries around work and home lifetime. For entrepreneurs, that's hard. Obviously, a lot of the guys and people, and not not just the guys, everyone talks about you know uh, not being able to stop thinking about the business and you know 
Um, so uh, that's tricky because it is it is kind of an individual effort to to I don't know develop the the kind of mindfulness to kind of trust in yourself that you're you, that, that you're seeing to enough of the work and that you can let it go and to let your mind um, and your anxiety kind of dwindle a bit as you get home and as you kind of shift gears but I think it's you know um, setting times to do to do connecting things to connect to each other to to really you know have a date night you know listen to music when you're making dinner like whatever whatever little things you can do to really you know, really connect and, and, and just make a rule about, you know, when we're done, when we're done with business, unless it's emergency, we're going to, we're going to talk about other things and we're going to try to really, I think it's kind of an individual effort to try and just be present, uh, and not, uh, not keep, keep that story going in your head. You know, it's, it's interesting. You know, we, we talk about the rules of the game in sports. I mean, we need to define the rules of the game for business and the rules of the game on our relationships, right? I mean, don't go and book a, a, a dinner uh, with your wife or, or with your husband uh, where all you're going to do is talk about business. Like, that's not the point. Like, you know, you, you got together, you know, um, more than likely you got together way with, 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 with a lot more um, in place or uh, as far as common interests that were not because of the business, right? Like, whether you have kids or not, like, why are, you know, go back to your why right and sometimes we lose ourselves so you know wrapping this sort of thing wrapping this up today just you know we're just wrapping up here on the hours is um i'll give you a small example so and again this is personal so long story short i don't know if jen's gonna like this or not but whatever i shouldn't say whatever i'll 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 pay the consequences okay so jennifer snores okay sometimes and so, you know, she was, she, you know, took the effort uh, with her relationship and got a device to help with that. The other night, um, it, she forgot to put it in and basically I didn't sleep most of the night. Okay. I went up to the spare bedroom. Okay. Um, and, um, again, this is personal, Jen and I sleeping together. It's a very important thing for me. Okay. And, and for Jen, uh, I'm just saying on my end, it's very important. It's just like, it's part of. I'm not saying you have to, but it's part of my DNA, okay? That's, that's sort of how I was brought up, okay? So, same as, you know, trying to go to bed without, you know, without an argument, like having trying to have things resolved, okay? So, point being, in the past, I would have lost it. I would have woke her up, right? I would have, like, finger pointing, you know, you're doing this, you're snoring, you're this, you're that. And I was like, like, now... Uh, and this has been like this for a long time. I'm like, you know, part of my relationship with Jen is to take the hit. And how how do I respond to the hit? Okay, and you might not want to look at it as a hit, but this is how I look at it, okay? So I'm like, hey, totally cool. I'm going to go up to the spare bedroom. I didn't sleep. Who gives a shit? I don't need much sleep. That's how I looked at it, right? Um, the next day, I would have normally in the past got been uh, like a bear, and then held it against her for like days. And I'm like, I didn't, she, she was like, what happened? Oh, you were snoring. She's like, all oh, apologetic. I'm like, yeah, no problem. So again, I'm going in the past and going with these strategies, guys, because these things work. Now, imagine this. That happens. I have no sleep. I take her car. I get it all detailed. This is like the, the, the morning after. I go pick up her car, go get it detailed, drive it back, drop off her car, okay? 
And she's like, oh, my God, you know, like, wow, like, thanks, Andrew. You didn't have to do that. Like, guys, I'm just saying those little small things back to I love Stephen Covey, right? He calls it the emotional bank account. That's like investing, like dropping, you know, increasing that emotional bank account. And here I am exhausted and tired. And I'm like happy instead of us, right? Like instead of being exhausted, fucking grumpy, pissed off, hating each other, I'm like, Whatever. And trust me, man, it comes back in droves, right? Because, you know, Jen's happy. I'm happy. I come home. Hey, listen, I'm going to have a power nap. Just like, what, like, no, pro- like what? Hey, I'll drive up to the barn or the farm. You can, you know, have a nap on the way. Like, guys, the exact same scenario in the past would have been a damn disaster and probably ruined the week or ruined the weekend or ruined the day or the morning or whatever. Instead of like, take the hit, man. Take the hit. That's life. So, um, and that's got a lot to do with like Matt's strategies of like, you know, reflecting, like, really, like, really? You're, you, you used to respond like an asshole. Where, how far did that get you? Uh, I know where it got me. It got me totally stressed out, totally broke us apart. And guess who sees it? If you've got kids, holy shit, the kids can pick that up and that environment, like unbelievably. So yeah, it's a great opportunity, guys. So if if you're you know I guess last words, um, I'll get Matt to say the last words. I'll give you my last words. Is this life's too short? Okay, life's too short to let your business pull your relationship apart. And there's small things that you can do. Really fucking small things. Okay, I've said this on a, on, a, on probably the original podcast going way way back. And still to this day, I put a sticky note on the window or on the mirror uh, of Jen's, like, mirror, like, when she goes in the bathroom. Like, I'm not saying every day, but a little sticky note saying, you know, hey, I love you, babe. Have a great day. And especially if you took a hit, guys. Especially if you took a hit. And it just, it's a game changer. It's a fucking sticky note. You know, have a great day. Love you. Just... Like taking a different approach to the exact same scenarios, okay? Because you deserve better. Your 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 partners deserves better. You you know, you as a woman deserve better. You as a husband or man deserve better. Like like guys, your kids deserve better. And a lot of these changes don't cost a goddamn penny. It's got to start with what's in between your two years. So Matt, would be your last words of wisdom? Yeah. Well, you took that. You took mine. That was I wrote down. Um, you know, a, a little a little shift can make a big change, and that's what you just summed up. Is that 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 you don't don't think it's some mountain you have to move. It's not the biggest thing in the world. You can probably shift a huge chunk of your guys's tension from a small little thing, just showing up the smallest amount, uh, and that can be the biggest thing. And if you're really 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 struggling, get get professional help. Get a get a real Matt. Coach. You offer it right. Like yeah. do you do it, yeah. you do you you do it outside of out of the Prop yeah. for Contractors Champion SEO community. So if you guys want to exactly. get in touch with Matt, right, Matt? How you know how would they get in touch with you? Um, yeah, well, so we you can book in through PFC for for what I offer through PFC, and then uh, if not, uh, you know, we can I can get you a link and we can post that somewhere. And Perfect for people Perfect. who so need guys to do a deeper dive. Send a message, right? Uh, send us a messenger if you want to get connected with Matt directly. Um, yeah. You know, guys and guys and gals, um, growing your mind exponentially amplifies anything and everything that you do in life. I am not the man that I used to be, and I'm not going to be the man I am today, and I don't want to be. Why? 
because I think you know we're not we're not the monkeys, we're not the animals. We actually get a choice to to evolve, or not. I guess that's the choice, right? Okay. So guys, gals, I hopefully uh, you know let us know your thoughts. If you want to get some more insights, uh, things like this, um, join our contractor tips group, or if you want to get that's one way. It's a free group. I think we've got over 8,000 members now, Matt. Can you imagine in that group? Freaking amazing. Amazing, right? Um, and then there's, if you want to, if you're more interested in getting more tangible, tactical, um, uh, and one-on-one -on -one support, engage with Matt or, or become a part of the Champion CEO family, then, uh, you know, just you guys can comment down below. And, uh, and that's it. But at the end of the day, make a decision to do things differently, to have a better life have you know a, a better relationship and honestly you deserve it your partner deserves it uh, your kids deserve it everybody you engage with deserves it make it happen man and uh, we'll see you guys on the flip side thanks matt my man See you, thank brother. you man great ciao ciao